0: All right, I'd love to uh, introduce you to Steph Cook, as she shares her life in Christ. Okay. Good evening. The easiest way for me to tell you about myself and my testimony is to start by saying that I am the ultimate organizer. I love to organize closets, projects, stores, parties, food, etc., You name it, I have my checklists, my bins, my labels, my internal clock keeping me on schedule. You might be asking yourself, what does this have to do with Steph's testimony? Well, let me tell you. Growing up in a Christian home, church was a very familiar place to me. I was always involved with various activities from Sunday school, youth group, Bible studies, church choir, and VBS. Doing all these church things, learning about God, praying before meals, all were a regular part of my childhood and became part of my checklist. Somehow in the midst of all this church stuff, I missed the true message of the gospel. I thought that to get to heaven, I needed to be a good person. And so I had my mental checklist of all the things that I was doing to find favor in God's eyes. I put labels on people and treated my life like it was a project to be organized, keeping everything in order. It was not until I was a junior in high school that I realized that checking all the right boxes was far from the truth of the gospel. At the age of 16, I had my first boyfriend who belonged to a small fundamental church. I attended evening Sunday services on several occasions. Each service, I kept hearing the same message that I needed to be saved and that I would spend eternity in hell if I was not saved. These sermons were not at all what I was used to. In fact, I had been going to church for 16 years and I had never heard the term saved. No sugarcoating going on here. These were direct to the point messages that I needed to hear. I began asking questions of my boyfriend's mom as well as my parents. Surprisingly enough, I heard the same thing. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. You mean, my checklists aren't going to get me into heaven? As I attended more Sunday night gospel services, I began to understand what it means to be saved and why I needed a Savior. In Romans 3.23, when Paul said, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, I realized that all meant me too, and that no matter how many boxes on the list I checked, I was still a sinner in need of forgiveness, in need of a Savior. At the age of 16, while sitting on my bedroom floor by myself, I asked Jesus to come into my heart. I asked for his forgiveness and thanked him for dying on the cross for me. After that night, I was excited to share my good news. Did my life dramatically change? No. But what did change was being able to experience the freedom that came from accepting and understanding that I didn't have to try to work my way to heaven or earn God's love. That God's grace is sufficient for me. 30 years later, and I am still learning this. As I went through college, I continued to involve myself with various ministry opportunities. God used my gifts of leadership, organization, and administration to serve in both church functions as well as on-campus ministries. After college, I plunged full force into my career of retail management. I was hardworking, determined, and very ambitious. I poured myself into my career, all the while keeping God at arm's length away. Don't get me wrong, I still went to church, still participated in Bible studies, but I certainly was not making him number one in my life. My career was number one. Things were going well. My job was great. I was getting promoted. I started a relationship with a great guy, my now husband, Lamont. Overall, life was great. Everything was going according to plan. I felt in control. Then came the curveball. My dad died unexpectedly. Just like that, I didn't feel in control anymore. I had found myself asking questions I had not pondered before and wondered why God would let this happen. Time went on, career challenges arose, health problems occurred, loss of job, marital strife, and loss of job again. I tell you all this for one reason. God is sovereign. He has used these circumstances to peel away my desire to always be in control and to truly trust in Him. I have learned through all of this that God desires to be part of life in all things. I have learned that it's not about my plan, that it's about his plan. For so long I lacked an understanding and desire of what it truly means to make God number one in my life. It means the checklists often have to go away. It means my timetables often get disrupted. It means that I don't have to rely on myself. The verse, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength, is a daily reminder to me that my strength comes from Christ, not myself. I am in awe daily of God's love, patience, and wisdom. As I get to know Jesus more, I come to see my sin more, and I am amazed he continues to draw me close. Music has always been a big part of my life and the avenue I connect with the Lord most. In closing, I would like to share the lyrics of a song this sums up my heart toward God perfectly. This is known by touring Wells. It's so unusual, it's frightening. You, you see right through the mess inside me, and you call me out to pull me in. You tell me I can't start again, and I, I don't need to keep on me. hiding. I'm fully known and loved by you. You won't let go, no matter what I do. And it's not one or the other. It's hard truth and ridiculous grace to be known, fully known, and loved by you. It's so like you to keep pursuing, it's so like me to go astray, but you guard my heart and your truth, the kind of love that's bulletproof, and I surrender to your kindness. I'm fully known and loved by you. I am excited to get baptized tonight because I am so thankful for what Jesus has done and still does for me, and I want to share that with my church family. Well I love I love, I love how I'm, a, I'm an organizer as well so that, that spoke to my <laughs> spoke to my heart um, and uh, it is just uh, amazing to hear how you just landed on God's sovereignty. We all land on it some way or another and you landed uh, that way through many life's trials when we hop in the trough and you know Steph, I was thinking about that as you were saying this, you're about ready to check off one big check mark in your path of discipleship here as he's called us to go and be baptized. And uh, you get to do that today, and you get to do that in front of your family and and your beautiful kids, that uh, you get to do that in front of them, and I know your husband's up next as well. So it is my privilege as a pastor, as a brother in Christ, to baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.